This is Jazz Beats coming at you again. This is your kind of one-stop shop for all the Utah jazz news, everything going on right now. Um, I'm Jackson Stevenette. This is my co-host. Do we call each other co-hosts? Yeah, I'm the co-host. Because we're both on the same level. Well, you, you're taller than me, so I don't know. Okay. This is Tyson Curtis, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be here. We just wrapped up painful game six <sighs> in our first series in the playoffs. It's painful. It's two in a row we've lost that I, I don't feel good about. It's not one of those losses that you're like, eh, it was we, we did some good things and this and that. It's the playoffs. We come to win. We want to win. Well, today's podcast is actually this. We're going to do it the same way the Jazz played last night. We have no Very mediocre. We have no plan. (laughs) We're just going to wing it and think that we're going to do it. Yeah. No structure, no plan. Just fly by the seat and hope that Murray doesn't interrupt us. Yeah. Murray. Oh, man. Can we talk about Murray? Let's talk about this guy. This guy is absolutely incredible. I mean, he's shooting. He shot 75% from three yesterday. It's not normal. It's Nine not, for 12 from three. Pre-playoff, this is not how he played. No, not at all. These numbers are way above his average play. He is absolutely unreal. Every shot that he shoots, I'm, I'm, it's already over. It's already going into me. It is rare occurrence when he misses a shot, and I'm like, holy cow. He, he missed? What, that, something happened. That's weird. There's a lot of discussion about how, what, what do we do to stop him. What is it? Do what? we do we double team him at thirty five feet? I, I don't know the answer. I wish Quinn would would start just experimenting, because right now it's like he can go one on one. He can do a, a ball screen with Jokic, and we we haven't been able to stop either one. Right. You know, so maybe try a double team. I know the Lakers with Lillard, how good he was pre playoffs in the bubble. They, especially after that game one loss that the Lakers took. They started double teaming him as soon as he crossed half court. And then they never won another game. No, and the Lakers, Lakers went 4-0 after doing that. So, I mean, just try something. It's exhausting to double team. Oh, yeah. Because you end up having to create a lot of gaps in the rest of the de- defense, and they have to hustle more. So it's, it's, it's a whole – when you say double team, there's like, who's the two guys that can double team? Well, who are the three guys that got to cover the other right. four guys? And so, Denver is a much more capable team as a whole than Portland. Right. Imagine so, if Gobert could shoot three-pointers. Oh, That's man. what they have with their joker. Don't. Don't even say that. <laughs> it's not even. <laughs> Several times when Gobert had the ball on the outside waiting for a high pick, I was like, shoot it. Just shoot it. I think we need to start small and teach him how to um, a catch, a, catch a basketball because right. he couldn't do that last night. Well, if I threw a skittle at you, it would be harder to catch. So you're you're comparing that, and you just said I'm taller than you. So what are we throwing at you then? Uh, Those uh, I don't know, like a a pearl. Gobert could not hang on to the ball at all. And then when he did, he he he, (laughs) you're huge, Rudy. Go up and just dunk it on somebody every time. Don't don't ever be gentle because. No one's being gentle with you. And people sneak up behind him all the time and they bump him with the body or they hit the ball. We were talking about Murray. We got sidetracked. Murray is incredible. There's okay. nothing, nothing bad to say is about the guy. Is he a good guy. guy, though? I don't know. I'm, sh- I'm sure he's a horrible person. I hope so, because that would make me feel a lot better about it. I'm like, <laughs> no, oh, the Jazz played bad, but they're cool. They're he's cool from guys. Canada, though, and everybody is super nice up there. So I'm surprised he's not obese. Are with they the a- amount of maple syrup, I assume they eat. Oh, right, right, right. right. A lot. Compared to Americans, I mean, maybe that's what what we eat. (laughs) (laughs) No, Murray's amazing. He had another 50 point game. Um, The last three games, he's had 50, 42, and 50. Incredible. Stupid. 
We were talking about Mitchell, how he's the third player ever to have two 50-point games in a series. And now Murray's done the same thing. We've had two right. of those players in the same series. Right. Which is unusual. It's, it's unheard of. It doesn't happen. Ever. No. I, I don't know what the answer is for Murray, but if, if we do not find an answer for him single-handedly, we will lose game seven. Yeah, we're going to be going home. Night. What's the likelihood of that, in your opinion? In my opinion, honestly, I don't feel real good about Game 7 right now. I I didn't either. Last night, I I knew, even in quarter one, that we were going to lose, even when we were up by 10. And that was our best quarter. It was. We looked good, but the shots were easy, open, and I just felt a different energy out of the Jazz. Not the Jazz that win games. It was that energy of complacency. Is that the right word? Yeah, maybe, maybe that's maybe that's it. But I I I don't know. There, that's all the wrong all the wrong stuff there, <laughs> all the wrong stuff on the court there from the Jazz. I I could see it in Donovan's body language that uh, something wasn't right. Yeah, we talked about this this morning. Donovan had a had a great game. He had a really good game for him. He had a good stats game. True. But you brought up something interesting. What what did you see, or what didn't you see out of Donovan? So, so this is I'm I'm actually a little bit frustrated with Donovan Mitchell uh, from the game last night. Now his numbers look good, and all of it adds up to great, fantastic. A loss is what it adds up. It adds up to that's what it adds up to because what are the what's his what did he score? He had forty four. Forty four. You score forty four points and you lose the game. You didn't lead the team. Okay, who let who who led our team? Who was the leader on the court last night for the Jazz? As far as their play, obviously Mitchell. But right. like you said, he wasn't being. It was it was between whistles when right. the when the ball was dead. Usually you see Mitchell and he is hyped. He is up. He is bringing guys up. He's right. energized on the bench. On the bench, he was standing yep. cheering for his guys. Now now give him some a little bit of slack. The, the bench never really gave him a reason to. There stand wasn't up. much cheering. But he was on this butt the whole freaking time. He was out of. On, on the bench or on the whistle or in between quarters, the last time out in the fourth quarter, there was a huddle on the court, and guess where Donovan Mitchell was? Sitting in a chair underneath the baseline by himself, stewing. And now, I don't know what he's got on his mind, but it's not the game. And if he's not going to have his game 100%, even when it's a coach timeout or in between quarters, that's where I think you lead a team is when you huddle up. And it just wasn't there. The energy wasn't right. The camaraderie wasn't right between the players. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't good. I wasn't happy with Donovan. Why do you think that is? Do you want to get into kind of the touchy topic area yet? Because I I feel like we're headed that way. Yeah, I I didn't really want to. Who else? What other what other guys stood out to you, (laughs) Tyson? (laughs) I'm mostly mad at Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I can tell. And and he had the best performance as far as stats go, but he didn't bring the team with him, and that's what a leader does. Michael Jordan would have brought the team with him. Uh, Kobe Bryant would have brought the team with him. Donovan Mitchell didn't bring the team with him. No, I he, agree. He didn't bring the team. And if he wants to win a championship, he can be the best player on both teams on the court and lose every single game if he doesn't bring the team with him. And that's what's happening right now. You talked a little bit about how the bench didn't do a whole lot. Um, just to go over a couple of lines I'm looking at. Um, I look at look at Denver's bench. And, and they they held their own. They played really well. Mike Porter Jr. was a plus 21 off the bench. Meaning when he was in the game, they Denver beat the Jazz by 21 points when he was in the game. And guess what? He only scored two points. 
but he had an effect. Plus 11, plus 21, plus 18, plus 16. That was their bench. You want to hear ours? Yeah, let's hear it. Minus 24 from Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson. Terrible. He's normally so good. Minus 19 in 20 minutes from George Niang. There's, there's our bench comparison. We, uh, we have zero help from our role players right now. Even, even to some of our starters. I don't even call Joe Ingles a role player. He's a very valuable and very important role. He, I, I wouldn't even call him a role player. He's a starter. He's a guy that needs to be taking 12, 15 shots a game. He went one for four. Don't get me started. Joe Ingles went one for four. Probably one of the best shooters on the floor shooting four shots. The best shooter shoots the ball. Exactly. And if, he's, if he doesn't shoot, he, he's not a shooter. I, I'm, I could be frustrated with every single player on the Jazz after the game last night. I don't feel like they wanted to win. I don't know what – they didn't have the drive. They just didn't want – they didn't have the fight in them. Every single player on the court just seemed to be going through the motions. And the motion was losing. <laughs> I'm very interested in Game 7 because Denver's been in a closeout game the last two games now. They were down 3-1. Any game they lose, they're done. So it's been dire need, and I think Murray is showing it. He is doing absolutely anything he needs to to win. And, and so is Denver. Guys are stepping up. Their bench guys are stepping up because they want to win because they have no choice. Well, now the Jazz have no choice. We lose, we go home. We leave the bubble. So Not our strong point, though. It'll be interesting seeing what kind of energy, what kind of... Okay, which team ha- handles nerves better? Because this is do or die for both, right? The loser goes right, home, right, and the winner stays and goes back to their room and FaceTimes their family. So I want to know who handles nerves better, in your opinion. Well, Denver's already done it the last two games, right? They've won the last two, right? Nerves it was have elimination be for them both games. Elimination, winner go home. They've done it for two games now, so we know that they are capable of it. Are the Jazz? That's yet to be seen. I don't feel great about <laughs> what I'm what what I have been watching. I, Joe Ingles. Is that a dog? My secretary. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe Ingles has uh, had very little effect in, in every side of the court for me watching mm-hmm. the game last night. Uh, not enough effort. Uh, it's almost like he gets the ball and he doesn't want to be the playmaker right now. He wants someone else to be the playmaker. He's not owning the court, owning the ball, owning the play, owning the game. And I'm seeing that with the, almost everybody on the court except for Donovan and Michael Conley. Yeah, uh, Both of them are willing to drop the shoulder, drive the ball, and get some points on the court, which is good. Those are the two guys that stood out to me as far as points go. They were where they needed to be on the court last night. Is it just me or is it when Conley is playing well and playing a lot, Ingles backs off. No, he does. Hundred percent. Why? That's got to stop. Are we thinking too much into this? No. Is there a, or is there a correlation? No. When, when Conley and Ingles are out there together, Ingles plays second hand to him and lets him do. And he's not aggressive. He's not a threat. Is it conscious for him, or is it? Are we thinking too hard? No, I think it's. I think it's the mindset with how coach has it set up on the court. He just the way that the positioning is. But he needs to change that and say, Joe. You're going to take, um, who's our injured guy? Bogey. Oh, yeah. Bogey. Joe needs to replace Bogey's position on the court and not compete with Michael Conley for the same position. Now, if, if Joe does what Bogey does in a game, 
we're 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 moving on to the series two against the Clippers. But if he's gonna be the second backup option for Mike Conley on the court when the play doesn't flow right. We don't need backups on the court. We need players who are going to put the ball. It's, and we show field. how good our backups are. Oh, my god! Our bench was atrocious. Everyone was frustrated. Clarkson, every time he got subbed yep. out, he was just looking at the court. He didn't want to look up and let us know what he was feeling because it looked bad. He yeah. was frustrated. Um, that, that is interesting. I think Joe is, is capable. Well, maybe not quite capable as Bogdanovich, but he can pro- provide a lot of the same results right that's what by the end of the play he can provide a lot he's a much better passer he's a much better pick and roll guy he's maybe not as as good with the ball with scoring or being in the post in the paint right right right. but he's capable of providing the same results as Bogdanovich it's it's all mindset it's all mental for him I feel like he's a very emotional player plays a lot on his heart's on his sleeve good or bad but I think that's what coach Quinn needs to say to him you're bogey in this game you're going to fill bogey's role in this game be an outside shooter in the quarter. And that's it. If that's all it is, that's fine. But when he gets the ball, shoot it. Be don't aggressive. pass it back. We don't need you to pass it back to Mike. If Mike's giving you the ball, it's because he wants you to shoot it. Otherwise, Mike wouldn't have given you the ball. He's smart. He would put the ball where he wants it. Okay, Tyson, what's your thoughts on Coach Snyder? You hear the TNT the... guys after the game. Charles Barkley was pretty rough on, on Snyder. He said, you got a guy going for 50, 42, and 50 in three nights? And you haven't changed anything? Haven't figured out how to you stop You haven't him? guarded him any different? Okay. What's, so, what, what are you doing then? So on that, on that topic, when we, were, when we were three and one, the series was three and one, you said, right now, it's a, it's, we're going to see whether the other team has, the Nuggets, have good coaching right. and staffing. Right. They made the adjustments and they've won. Okay. We haven't seen that out of Quinn. He's just hoping what was working before will continue right. to somehow work. But the other teams made the adjustments, and we haven't. So that's where we're going to fall behind. It's not going to work. We can't, we can't keep playing that game anymore because Nuggets have changed their game. So uh, I don't know. I know that he wasn't wearing socks last night, which I'm not a huge fan okay. of. I don't think that's good for your The announcers did comment shoes. on his, his skinny pants. His skinny pants? So maybe, yeah. So my issue is distracting. My, yeah, my issue with skinny pants is what if you like you put your phone or your wallet in, it just looks awful. Yeah, you got that bulge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just say it. Is that what you wanted me to say? Yeah, that's exactly it. Um yeah, coach needs to change his game. Malone, Coach Malone is uh is adapting mm-hmm. and and Coach Quinn is not. So he's gonna be left behind. But I remember thinking after we we're up three one. Malone's not doing many adjustments either, though, and that's why what's what's got them down. So maybe it takes a few games of of trial and error, uh, yeah, of of not succeeding in order to to start to figure it out. So hopefully Quinn can come up with something. I mean, to have George Niang in the game after his awful play with five minutes left in the game, put Tucker still in, put anybody in. I, and Morgan, I, Tucker, I still any of those was, players. I still want to see him go to Morgan more often. Morgan's huge. He plays defense and he rebounds, which are the main things we're lacking. Oh my gosh. Our offensive rebounds were so bad. We were one and done on every shot. As soon as we shoot the ball, we start running down to set up our defense, which was also poor. You put I, Morgan or Tucker, put the, I think they ought to put him on, on Murray. Murray and Jokic. Because they got their energy, they're young, they're fast, they're going to keep up with him, they're going to be in his face, and, and I know Murray's a smarter player than them because he's got more experience, and that's fair enough, but they're going to frustrate him. 
kind of like when you play someone that's not as good as you, but they're just so determined to stay with you that it's just annoying. That's what's going to happen if they do that. I, I think they should run it. Because they know when they get a chance and get some minutes, they have to do those things. Exactly. Or else they're not going to play. Coach wants you in on the playoffs. You give it 110%. Morgan deserves more time than he's getting, I believe. He, he, he should be in every time Bradley's in. Don't even get me started on Bradley. Okay. I Bradley. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> Bradley should be on the bench the entire game, in my mind. Morgan has proven he is better on the defensive end than Bradley. I know Bradley's longer, but he's more capable. He's more aware of what's going on on the right. floor. I think Morgan deserves more time. Right. Maybe Bradley should go back in the G League. I'd, I'd put him there. <laughs> that's a I harsh. Think we should. It is. That's a harsh thing it to is, say. But until he can provide consistent effort and consistent results, I don't know. So what else did they say about Quinn then? I, I just know Barkley was, was on him was about harsh. do something differently. Right. Don't let the one guy beat you who's their best player. He said he, was, he talked about Michael Jordan. He says, I'll let Steve Kerr shoot that shot to win it. I'll let John right. Paxson shoot that shot to win it. But Michael's not going to beat us at the end of the game. Right. I hear you. And that's the same with Jamal Murray after he's gone crazy these last three games. So you say sometimes it takes a couple losses to we'll figure see. that out. Listen, have you ever heard the phrase, a smart man learns from his mistakes, but a wise man learns from others' mistakes? Okay. Are we smart or are we wise? Come well, on. right now... We're, we're dumb. <laughs> right now, we're losers. That's what we are. Oh, my oh. goodness. We talked a little bit before about distractions to yes. the game. Do you think yeah. there are some? Do you want to get into this? Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's get into everybody's second favorite segment. Your guy, what's their favorite? We don't have <laughs> I, any. I don't know. Just the rest of the, the episode. En- the end of the podcast. That's their favorite. The end is the best segment. Here we go. It's the touchy topic of the week. Okay, tell me about it, Tyson. All right. <clears throat> okay, a lot of a lot of my frustration with Donovan Mitchell is I don't think he's focused on on game time. I I think uh, now I've listened to a lot of other news reporters and podcasts and people who are actually on site in the bubble, and and I know there's some late late meetings going on with some of these players trying to figure out what they want to do with this justice rights movement, what they want to do with the message they're trying to send. And I get that that's important. I get that. But I, 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 I also get that your body can only do so much. So if you, if you're going to be up till two or three every morning, trying to solve the world's problems and then wake up and exercise from six till 11 and then be able to play game time, it, your body won't do it. And I think the Jazz looked fatigued last night. I don't think that the, the coming back after the boycott gave them any rest at all. In fact, I think they look worse. <laughs> let's, t- let's talk about the boycott. In case you aren't up to speed, um, last Wednesday, I think, um, NBA teams um, boycotted. Is that the word they're using? Yes. Playing their games. Wednesday, Thursday, and then the, the league postponed games on Friday as well. Uh, because of the Jacob Blake shooting and all these um, rights movements going on right now, they decided to not play their games. The league ended up agreeing with them or, or, or working with them and just postponed games. Nothing was canceled. Nothing was forfeited. So, so that's where we're at, the league. And a lot of the players then got together to discuss what can be done 
outside of the bubble and in the in the nation to um to support equality and 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 justice and, and whatever you want to call it. I don't want to get too much into that. This could turn into a an a very opinionated show. Um, but that's what's going on. And you're telling me that the the players are still processing that and not focused on the task at hand during the game. It's an important topic. A lot, and, and especially for the, these lot of guys, they've probably had to deal with that at some point in their life or seen the effects of it. But when I talk about champions, I mean, there was one thing on every champion's mind during every playoff, and that was the championship. That was the game, their opponent, what they have to do to get dialed in for the next game to win it. I don't think that these guys are in the right mindset to win it. And, and Murray, after the game, he said he won for the cause. And, okay, well, we lose for the cause, apparently. <laughs> is, that, is that our angle? Yeah, does that mean we're not for the cause either? No. No. No, I don't want to downplay the message or what the, the players are trying to do because I think it's amazing that they are, have the ability to impact people that much one way or the other they they are in a place that they can impact a lot of things and they're using that to to do what they believe is best anyways but like you said there's only so much our bodies and our and us as individuals can do if if you're on the basketball court the tip off is gone what are you going to do about that stuff no you're dialed in i've i've played basketball most of my life and every coach has told me as soon as you step on that line the boundary line and onto the court you have one thing on your mind, and that's it. I don't care about family issues. I don't care about anything going on outside of this game. You're there with your, with your brothers, with your family, your, your, your teammates, and you're there to win a game, and that's it. So if you're not focused on just that, not to say these other things aren't important, but, but what are you going to do out there on the court you, for you these other things? You can't stop racism between the first quarter and second quarter. Right. Okay. In fact, the best thing you can do is be the best at what you're good at. Okay. Cause that's what people respect. So wh- be where you are. I mean, if you, when you're on the court, you be a basketball player. When you're at a protest, be a protester, I guess. That's right. your thing, right? Uh, okay. I, I'll bring this up. If, if Michael Jordan said he was going to make an announcement about social injustice and Brian Russell, Said he was going to make an announcement. Let's, let's use a non-jazz guy. <laughs> okay, Howard I, Howard Isley? Jazz guy again. I don't know any non-jazz uh, guys. And some some smaller known NBA player. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to downplay Brian Russell. <laughs> Jeez. All I'm saying is if, if one of them stood up and said, I wanted to make a comment on, on any topic, any topic at all, you're going to turn in to, to the championship. You're going to turn into the champion. You're going to listen. You're going to listen. And tune in, and it's going to turn some heads. 100%. Uh, so I think if you want to do something, you've got to – I'm not saying you have to be someone, but I'm saying it provides a better platform. So you know what? Win every game so that you can be at the championship, and before that game, you can grab a mic and walk out and share your message with the entire world instead of just the Utah and the Colorado fans. Let's get the message on the biggest platform, and you're not going to do that in by losing the first round of the playoffs, okay? <laughs> you you want to spread a platform? You want the biggest platform? Get to the championship. Share your message there. But in order to do it, you've got to be dialed in and win the game. I'm frustrated because I feel like we're losing sight of winning games. 
and I just want to win basketball. That's all I'm here for. <laughs> okay. I'm not, here. I'm not here for any other movement, but basketball. And that's the jazz winning games and whatever it takes to do that. Other movements are important, but during game time, there's nothing more important right. than winning I, the game. I almost use basketball as an out sometimes to get away from issues, I guess. Because when I'm watching or when I'm playing or whatever, it's like, this is my, like, this is my out right, your to escape. everything. My yeah. escape. And yeah. that's, what, that's what me as a viewer wants, wants to see and wants to think about. And, and I know, not to say one way is right or wrong, but I feel like you're coming from that standpoint too. Right. You just want to watch some hoop. I just, just want to play some games. ball and I'm not seeing the best of my players. And yeah. I, and I know that and I can see the players that aren't playing well. And I can see the leaders on the team that aren't leading well. And I think that it's cause they're distracted. So do you think that's had an effect? I, I don't see how it couldn't have right. an effect. We're okay. all human. There's no way of, of being perfect or, or, um, doing some of these things we're talking about, um, without some, some outside influence. I mean, as, as, as easy it is to say, leave it all on the floor, um, focus on the floor. It, it doesn't happen. We're all humans. And we understand that nothing, not to say that they shouldn't strive for that, but that's just how it ends up being. So I've, absolutely, there's been some distractions. There's just distractions that their family's at home. That's right, a distraction. They're yeah. thinking about them. Joe Ingles is a huge family man. So is Mike Conley. He's got a pregnant wife, two, two, young, two twins, young kids that he's... All about, and, and I'm sure that's a distraction too. He lives so. for those kids, right? And, but here's my thing: <clears throat> on the flip side of that, okay, okay, <laughs> I'll be devil's advocate. Here we go. If you're gonna ask Mike Conley to miss the birth of his child, and then two days after to leave his wife and new baby and fly all the way back to the bubble, go through quarantine to play some basketball, you damn well better be willing to play a hundred percent on the court and be there to win the championship and nothing else, or otherwise. Send Mike back home to his family. Let the guy be there. If we're not here to win the championship and it's, and it's only to spread a message, he can spread the message from home. Let him be with his family. That's what I got to say. We have good news, listeners, because <laughs> <laughs> game <laughs> seven is on Tuesday. And honestly, if we win, I'm, I'm the happiest guy in the world again. You know? Yeah, we'll if never we win, remember this podcast. This does not matter. So it, that's why we have seven game series. That's why this playoffs are awesome. And if you were a third party, you weren't a fan of either team. How fun is this series? It is a fun series. It's You're incredible. watching some amazing, some amazing balling. I mean, yeah. the handles on everybody is incredible, and the step backs that Murray's taking. Oh my gosh, they're insane. I gotta ask you, this guy that came back, Harris, uh, Gary Harris, Gary yeah, Harris, he's been hurt. How much did that play into the game that we lost in Game Six against the Nuggets? I don't think it's huge. Um, I mean, the guy's averaging 10 points a game. He's very capable of going off for 2025, but he hasn't played in six months. But he came with energy. He defended well against our bench guys. He guarded Clarkson most of the time when he was on the floor. So, right. And Clarkson ended up going um, no, nowhere. five for 14. Didn't shoot very good. So I think it did have an effect. Now, was it huge? No. Is it going to determine the outcome of the series? No. But he obviously is a help. I, I, I saw him on the court and I thought this guy's influencing the way we play and the way we defend and our guys aren't familiar with him. Yeah. Okay. So the other players we've played them six games or five games. We know some of their tendencies, some right. of their habits. We got a, a little feel for how fast they run, how fast they stop their cross, everything, their crossovers. And they had to learn it all in that game with him. For him. 
but Gobert shooting three of eight, Conley shooting seven of 13. Gobert he, three of eight, and I'll bet you he should have had 12 to 15 shot attempts if he can hold on to the ball. Because <laughs> how many times did it bounce off his hands and he turned it over or it goes out of bounds or he doesn't get a shot because he's not ready for it or whatever it is? Three of eight is terrible for Gobert. Eight, Alone in, eight, in dunks eight, and lobs and passes off the pick and roll, he should have 12 shots. Easy. And then three of eight, when you're six inches away from the rim. Right. Terrible, Rudy. Terrible. O'Neal was one of four. Clarkson five of 14. You mentioned that, and Ingles one of five. So Not good stuff. Those numbers need to go up but for, a, game, for game seven. But again, if we come out game seven ready to go, game six means nothing. So that's... That's your that's your good news, Jazz fans. <laughs> they they asked Donovan if why their team why the Jazz were down, and he said that they weren't down; they were just upset. Yeah, he said, "No, we're not down. We're pissed. We're pissed." Yeah, right. And we could see that because he knocked over a, a bicycle or something. Yeah, one of those at the end of the game. And Gobert, he he uh, he's he punched like kicked through a chair, right? Yeah, something like that. Fourth quarter. You know what's fun, though? When you see the other team do that, it's fun. I love seeing the other team get frustrated. And I'll bet you Denver is watching that saying, we got them right where we want them because they're frustrated and they're pissed. So They have no one to be frustrated at but themselves, in my opinion. The poor performance. Every one of them should be taking accountability for how badly they played. And if they want to win game seven, what are we doing to shut Murray down? I think you got to you got to throw multiple guys at him. You've got to mix him up. Don't let him get comfortable. He looks incredibly comfortable right now. It's shots he looks like he's taken in practice all the time when there's a, a, a skeleton defense on him. Right. When the, who's, where we're not going full right. speed. It looks like he's just going through the motions, taking practice shots, and he's knocking all of them down. You got to throw guys at him. You got to throw double teams at him. And, and make Paul Millsap beat us. Make Jeremy Grant beat us. I know he had a decent game. He had 18. He shot the ball pretty well, but... That's one game out of six he's done that. Um, make Monty Morris beat us. Right. I mean, those guys aren't going to beat us. Get the ball out of Murray's hands, and then we can fly around to cover Jokic when we need to because we also got to worry about him. But he, he always surprises me when he takes a three-pointer still. Well, because it, it, it touches the, the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> so, it really does. So much arc on it, and it goes in. He's a goofy-looking dude. Well, those are good insights. I got to say, on defending Murray, I, I feel the same. I feel like we got to get our bench guys off there. Whoever is the freshest legs is guarding Murray. That's my, my method. All I'm going to say is whoever's got the most energy right now, you're on Murray. And when you get tired, I will swap and go to the next guy that's hot and fresh and will keep up and be in front of him and never let him off. That's the only way. And, and, and we're, just, we're just two guys talking jazz right now. I, I, I trust Quinn. He's overall he's he's proven he's a pretty good coach. Let's see what happens. Tuesday's going to be But if interesting. he if he wears skinny jeans and no socks again, game 7's out the door. We're going to win. You think that it. did it? No, but I mean if if that's if you wake up with that type of logic, I mean what type of logic are you putting <laughs> on the court? <laughs> Quinn, I dig it. <laughs> no, Quinn. Come on. Come on. Put on some Donovan Mitchell two, number 2 issue edition. Issue 2. Issue 2. Donnie just released his released his second shoe. And we're giving a pair away. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Sorry. I was just trying to keep you hooked. Well, okay. game seven coming up. It's first game seven of the of the bubble so far. So it'll be exciting. Back and forth. If we can win game seven, folks, we will be playing the Clippers. 
And I feel good about playing the Clippers. I feel like that's a series we can win. I said that about Denver as well. I was not aware how good of a shooter Murray was coming into this, but let's hope we can shut him down and open up our bench in Game 7. Game 7 coming up. Jazz, we got to step up. Do or die, I don't want to go home. I like the bubble. I want I want to stay here. So let's get it done, Jazz. Can't have another game like six. We out? You guys have been listening to Jazz Beats. Um, follow us on Instagram, Facebook. We're trying to be a little more active on there. Um, we'd love to interact with, with our listeners a little more if you guys are on there. You've got a question for us, send us a message. We'll put it on the podcast. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Jazz Beats.